What's up, everybody? We haven't figured out yet by the music. Today is the St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, which also marks 17 years of marriage to my better half, which you have all heard me talk about many, many times. And I think it was Tuesday of this week, I said there would be a special guest on, and I'm very happy to welcome for the first time in two years, my lovely wife of 17 years today, Miss Holly. Welcome. Thank you. I'd like you all to know I'm here under protest. (laughs) Under protest, but that's okay. She's been waiting for this. And it has taken a little bit of time to get her on here, but... I wanted you to hear what makes me tick every day. Are you going to cry? I might. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to do this. <laughs> this, this. This might be a little bit of an emotional uh, one. I don't think I've cried with Nate or uh, you know, Dylan or any of the other people that have been on the show. But, no, I think, uh, you know, I, I 17 years is no... It's no slouch, right? 17 years is, I think we were just talking that, you know, basically half of the marriages out there in the U.S. make it to seven or eight years and less than that make it to 15. I think it's 30, 37% of marriages make it to 30 or sorry, make it to 15 years. And that's like 28% make it to 30 years. So we've defied the odds. I think over a number of reasons. Um, and I know, I think I know why, but I'd love to share your thoughts, my thoughts as to what, what is the secret to 17 years of being married to the greatest man in the world? <laughs> uh, well, I think that's our secret, you know, what works for us. But I think when you have kids, um, your whole life revolves around them. And I didn't have that growing up. I mean, I feel like I'm a cycle breaker. You know, my childhood, we were just, my brother and I were just there. <clears throat> and my mother and my stepfather, you know, their their entire lives were, it was them. And then we were just there. We were just present in their lives. They, so having children and the joy that it brought me, I just look at them and, you know, I feel like you got to make it work for them. Like they're fucking worth it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's also a lot of fun. It is. It's we not, have fun. Yeah. It's not, it's not always easy. No, it's not. Right? But I think it's, I know from my standpoint, it's like I knew from day one that it was going to work. And I think that it's easy to forget that. Right? Sure. Usually it's guys, unfortunately, that screw it up. Sure. But there's some women out there right? that screw it up. Too. I mean, I, everybody, 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 nobody's perfect, right? Like I'm not perfect. I like to pretend I am on Instagram. <laughs> but, and nor are you. You know, but we're two imperfect people that really love each other and we really love our kids and I don't know, try to make a go of it. I feel like everyone kind of was like, yeah, the 
this is going to work because I was pregnant when we got married. Who cares? You know, like we, we were so happy. Like we didn't have two dimes to rub together and we made it work. Like you, you can do it. You know, you don't have to listen to all that chatter. Well, that's, that's the thing. Oh boy, I just hit puberty there. But that's, that's the thing is I think, you know, we we talk on this podcast a lot about, you know, judging, right? Throwing stones Mm -hmm. and everybody knows better than somebody else. And I think we, if you look at everything we've done, we've probably done it the wrong way per se, right? If you follow the traditional, well, this is what you do. You know, you, you, you go to school, you get a degree, you fall in love, you get married, you have kids, you know, we follow these steps. And I think with us, maybe it's to a fault sometimes, but everything that that I've ever done in my life has been gut instinct. Everything. Mm -hmm. There's been nothing that I've, Oh, well, so-and-so says this, I guess I should do it that way. Um, and I think that, you know, for the past 17 years, we've, we've done that. Like it's, it's basically, you know, Hey, fuck you. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. And not in a, not in a negative way. Right. But I think, you know, the old saying of where there's a will, there's a way, mm-hmm. right. You, you determine your fate. I mean, you hit on, you know, breaking cycles. Yeah. Most people don't, right. The majority of people that come from broken homes, I came from a broken home too. The majority of people that come from broken homes. They statistically, supposedly, right, air quotes, have no chance in hell at a successful marriage. And if you want to choose to believe that narrative, that's what will happen to you. But if you want to choose the opposite, this is the example, right? 17 years yeah. and counting, right? And I think I would say that, I mean, at least from my standpoint, maybe you feel differently. I think 17 years in, I feel the strongest about our marriage that I've felt. Every year, right? It's yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, there were times, you know, you're fresh in love. I recall trying to stab you mm-hmm. <laughs> before we even had kids. I mean, the jealousy and the volatile, you know, when you're young and you're in love, and the lust and the passion, you're just like, you can't see past that. And then I, I feel like you just get to know. We've gotten to know each other and I know, I know when to push your buttons. <laughs> I also know when to back off and um, I don't know. At the end of the day, we have this whole unit and they're all ours. And I just think that's beautiful and awesome. And we can let in all the influences we want and we can also block out the ones that are toxic. Mm-hmm. And I think we've done a really good job of that. Well, you have to do it, right? Because again, it's, you can't, especially with children, you can't tell children to do something if you're not doing it yourself, right? So you got to lead by example, right? And we talk about that on the 70 plus episodes on this thing all the time, right? It's be your own person, you know, carve your own path. Don't, yeah. don't listen to the critics, Mm -hmm. right? Surround yourself with people that prop you up. And if you don't have people around you that prop you up then cut them the fuck out, they're, they're not worth it. Right. If you know you have cancer in your pinky and you can save your hand, cut off the pinky. You don't cut off the hand in spite of the pinky. Right. And I think it's uh this is a lot more emotional than I thought it would be. That's why I told you <laughs> I didn't want to do it. <laughs> but but no, but again, I think I think anybody who knows me, right? I mean, I think on the outside, I you know, don't I mean my shirt literally says unfuckwithable right now. 
So don't fuck with me. Don't cross me because I'll rip your fucking head off. <laughs> but inside of that, I'm not a, a, afraid or ashamed to admit how much I love my wife. And I'm okay you, with that. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Um, but no, I think it's, it's, it's important because again, you, you are what you set your mind to. So if you want to be the, the typical guy that's, you know, going out to strip clubs, you know, hitting on other women, you know, sleeping with other women, cheating on your spouse, you know, don't, don't act surprised when you're on a vacation in the islands and your wife is nowhere to be found because you laid your own bed. So you got to deal with the consequences, right? Yeah. Sitting around trying to tell other people to, to feel bad for you because of the situation you're in, that's your own damn fault. And I think there's a lot of people out there that have more money than me. They're in more powerful positions than me. And I know deep down inside, and I just told you this the other day, they're fucking jealous of me. They're jealous of me because of the marriage and the children that we have. Well, yeah. I mean, I think if you look at it for what it is, like, you reap what you sow. And if your kids are not there for you when you are old, or if you have no one to grow old with, it's your own fucking fault, you know? And we've seen that. Yeah, it's it's called call, cause and effect. Yeah. Um it's hard though. There's so many distractions and work and stress and I feel like anytime we've ever had like major battles since the you know, not talking about like the early relationship when we were both young and dumb and crazy. Um okay, you're looking at me like I was the only one that was crazy. <laughs> Okay, maybe so, Mike. <laughs> um, the hell was I saying? No, that, that any argument that we really had. Yeah, so been... like any argument, you know, since we, I mean, it's been a long time. I feel like anytime I've felt like we've had a major argument, it's because I wasn't completely honest with you about something or I was trying to hide something and nothing like, like I'm running around, nothing crazy, but it was always something I didn't want to disclose with you. Like I could have been an argument with a friend or this is what was, and I feel like that's always been, you know, honesty. It's a huge. And I think if you are, if you have, like, I feel like I have you, um, when you come home from work and I can tell you everything, whether or not you're going to like it. I, I need that. I need to be able to tell you everything. And I think that that's a, a great foundation to have in a marriage, like to tell your spouse, like, Hey, I did this or, Hey, this is what's going on. And they might not like it, but they're going to be like, okay, I'm your person. Let's fix it. Let's do it. Let's figure it out. We hit on two things there. One, the importance of coming home. Yeah. Right. You know I'm gonna come home every every <laughs> single night. I'm really getting choked up. Like crying people. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm gonna come home every night. And I think the other thing is, you know, the importance of you have to give to get. Right. Mm -hmm. You can't just expect to to receive did all. Did you the just time. quote? Excuse me. I know I'm not supposed to. But did you just quote Dave Matthews? If you give, you begin to live. I'm not talking about. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't even know it. <laughs> I'm not talking about a man giving a man something. <laughs> um, no, but it, but I think it's important, right? I think too many people in this world, 
in, in whatever relationship, marriage, work, friendship, neighbors, they're always walking around with their hand out. They always expect something or they, they do something for somebody. They do something nice for somebody and they sit there and tell the whole world, right. look what I did, look what right. I did, look what I did. Or you made the, the Instagram joke. I mean, social media is full of that. Right? Well, it's I mean, fake. Right. It's, I it's, mean, I, 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 for one, have a huge social media following and it's wonderful and I make funny and I made friends and connections, but you know, it's, it's the part of, it's the pretty part of life that is actually not even real. You know, like everything is staged, you know, the videos, they're all edited and. Mine's not staged. Well, no, because tell. it's a podcast, which is why I didn't want to do it because I can't edit it. <laughs> no, but I, but I, but I think that's, and that's, again, that's, you know, hopefully this podcast is a reprieve from that. It's, yeah. that's the whole point behind it, right? Which is why it took me two years to get you on here. Yeah. I'm never doing this again, by the way. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I disagree. You did give me three Irish car bombs yeah. to get me on Alcohol here. Alcohol <laughs> wasn't play for sure. But I think it's, it's, it's also a, you know, the reason that when we do these, we don't script questions. We don't tell you what we're going to talk about that. We want you in the natural sense, right? We don't record anything again. We don't edit anything out. And that's the whole point, right? It's, this is, this is my real life minus the cursing. Cause she's not cursing at all right now. I'm trying to be on my best behavior. I think I did say fuck at least once. So. But I, but, but again, I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, anyone who is, you know, having doubts of a relationship, you know, you need to ask yourself, you know, what, what, what's your commitment? What's your level of commitment? Because, you know, there's, there's one way out of this marriage and it's in the ground. <laughs> and, and even then, and even then. Mike has told me people, cause he's crazy that if he dies, that he will come back to haunt me. So I will never be with anybody else. Yeah. And that's, that's a fact. That it's actually, a... I believe him because he's nuts, but anyway. No, but there, there's, there's honestly, there's, there's one way out and it's, it's death. And that could be from natural causes or <laughs> from a bullet in the head. Um, but, but, I, but I say that because I know, I know that it'll never end. That'll never happen. Right. Uh, there will never be a, a stepfather in the picture. There will <laughs> never be a stepmother in the picture. You know, there certainly won't be a stepfather where the kids refer to him by his last Mr. name. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Mr. X will call him. Mr. So-and-so. But I think it's, it's important too, because, you know, if, you know, for me, I'm, I'm generally, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm generally the, the protector, right? I mean, I'm generally the one that's looking out for really anybody who crosses my path. I'll, I'll keep an eye on you. I'll protect you. I'll keep you safe, but I'm not always the best at keeping an eye out for myself. And Correct. I think that's where, that's where Holly that's comes my... into play. Right. So if I'm the guard dog of the world, she's the guard dog of me. And that's, that's not an easy job, right? Because Again, where, where my pitfalls are is I want her, you, to look at me as there's nothing I can't overcome. There's nothing I can't protect you from. There's nothing I can't solve. There's no problem that could ever happen that I can't solve it. So when I'm faced with a problem that maybe I, I think, oh, shit, I'm in way over my head. I don't know what to do. That's where I start arguments, right? Because mm -hmm. I feel insecure. I feel, oh, my God, like yeah. I'm supposed to be this. Yeah, I'm William Wallace, right? I'm 16 feet tall and 
there's nothing that can ever break me, crack me, whatever it is. And that's where you come into play because I think you kind of, you know, you, you know, like when I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to well, admit that I'm wrong. Well, because it's usually or... me having all the, I mean, I get like your, you know, being the provider is super stressful. There's six of us and I, yes, I do work, but it's not to the extent, you know, financially that you bring in. Um, but I do contribute, but I get that burden because that's a stressful thing to have on your shoulders. Um, but I feel like it's me usually like you coming to help me because of my issues with my family, you know? Um, I don't know if you've touched on that. I think, well, actually you have, have a lot of but subliminally. Mm-hmm. Um, and not mentioning names, but yeah. Um, and basically I've cut them all out except for my father and my brother, both amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, cutting out the toxic people in my life has done wonders for our marriage. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. And as my mother once said, I married, what did she say? Oh, I sold my soul to the devil when I married you. Because I'm the devil, I'm the devil himself. Yeah. Which I don't deny, but. She's fucking nuts. Um, I I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm that bad. No, I think you're, I think you're all right. I think there's a little bit of jealousy in there. Yeah. And not towards me, but. She's very resentful of me and that's disgusting. That's a whole nother podcast. No. I might do a podcast if you want to talk about that. No, but I, but I think you you I'll, I'll take you up on that. Number one, but number two, I think it's again, you know, your your job as a human being, your job as an animal, right? Your job as a dog, a fucking squirrel, a chipmunk, a bird is to procreate, mm-hmm. right? That's the only way to ensure that your species continues, right? So you have an obligation, you know, under God to procreate. That's your that's your job, right? Unless you you physically can't do it. That's one well, I just think that the, your nature is to want to when, when, and I did not want to have children. I, it's not that I didn't want to have children. I never really saw myself having children because I never was with anyone that I wanted to have children with. And then I was like, okay, Mike, we'll have one. Mm-hmm. And then fucking next thing you know, we've got four kids. Mm-hmm. I only wanted one kid, but you changed my mind. Yep. <laughs> Because, because we we perfected it each time. Wow. Right? We I did. Mean, each each one of our kids is absolutely perfect. Well, yes. Absolutely. I mean, in our eyes. Yeah. <coughs> no, in, in everybody's eyes. <laughs> to be honest, there's, there's, let's be honest, there's not one I person. I mean, I would love to believe that. But, of course, as a mom, you're like, yep, they're all perfect. Well, there's not one person that has ever said, man, that's, a, that's an ugly kid. Right? At least not to our face. Not to know. Because they know they I'll rip their fucking No one ever say that to your face. Oh, but that would be awesome to hear the truth. No, it's like the baby pictures when you're like, ooh, you know, because some of, I mean, we've had some, I'm not going to like, you know, (laughs) they come out like all red and smushed or their heads are all fucked up because they're caught on the (coughs) sticks and you're like, they they post the picture and you're like, so beautiful. Like, and some of them you can't even comment because we're like, oh my God, this is the ugliest looking baby. It looks like a chicken. There's been some, yeah, there's been some (laughs) ugly kids that we've seen. Some have uh, been hung on our refrigerator at some point. But luckily, most of them are, you know, like the, the most of the people that we're close with all have pretty good looking kids. Yeah, so maybe good. it's something in Virginia. I don't know. Maybe something it's something in the water. water. Or just good genes. 
but I think, you know, again, back to, to the kids, I mean, you're, you're, you know, in addition to your duty to procreate your second duty and, and possibly the most important thing after you create life is to make sure that your children's life is better than your life. And I think that's, that's where, you know, I think I struggle a lot is, you know, you want your kids to have a better life, but you don't want them to have an easier life. Well, I think when people say that, they're talking about the financial aspect of life. Like you want them to have more things. And that is, if that's what you think, then you're, you're doing it wrong. Um, because I never had this unit of family that did things together and, you know, went to the sporting events and God, I had a friend, I'm not going to mention her name, but she was like the typical perfect from my view family and her and her her mom and dad and siblings they would all go ride bikes on sundays and it used to drive me crazy because i was so insanely jealous but i took that and i would make fun of her i'm like look at these guys oh they're riding their bikes and because i was so jealous i had no idea what that was like well that's usually the norm right i mean that's that's usually yeah. how but I mean, that's what you want. You I want was the flip side of that. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, I grew up when I was little, little. I mean, my parents got divorced when I was less than a year old. You know, my mom and I lived with my grandmother for a while. And then we bounced around two apartments. I mean, I slept in a bedroom. She slept on a couch. But the one thing that I know I always had was love. I mean, there was yeah. never, I mean, to this day, there's never been one moment where it's like, oh, my mom doesn't love me. Right. Well, that's where we differ. Right. But, but again, it's, <laughs> but, but at the same time, we didn't have money at all. Right. I mean, that's we used to go thing. to it's fucking it's... Hardee's for five cent cheeseburgers yeah. twice a week. Yeah. Right. Because that's, that's what we did. That's what we had. But I didn't know any different. Right. I mean, I didn't know that eating macaroni and cheese and, you know, grilled cheese sandwiches was a, a poor man's meal. I had no you idea. Ate four grilled cheese sandwiches last night. <laughs> no, but 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 it, but it's and it's a thing that I think you know. I mean, we've we've talked about it a lot, and I think you know more lately, right? It's it's you know things don't matter, right? Things mm-hmm. mean nothing, and as long as you have you know each other, as long as you have your family, as long as you have people in your corner, it doesn't matter what else you have in your life. So, I mean, now granted, I don't want to. God forbid we end up living in the hood and we got, you know, bullets flying all over the place. But even in that situation, I almost want to take out the challenge and say, you know what? I think we'd be good because people wouldn't fuck with us. I think because we're not assholes. Right. And, and that's, well, actually, no. the people that think we're assholes are fucking weak minded pussies anyway. So I don't really care. Um, but, but at the end of the day, I mean, it is, it's your, it's your, your duty and your obligation to, Make sure your kids have a better life, but also, you know, like I think of myself, I mean, I grew up fast. You know, did a lot of things at a very early age. And I know that those are the skills that taught me how to kind of navigate this thing called life in a very unorthodox way. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. again, maybe I'm a renegade in some regards, but I never did anything too crazy. I mean, I did a lot of stupid things, but I never hurt anybody. Right. Right. Um, but I still did a lot of stupid things. Same. And I think that helps you grow up and it helps you prepare you for things. And, you know, when shit hits the fan, you don't panic. Right. I mean, I don't panic. Well, I think the difference between our children and myself is, you know, I know that when they're in a bind, when they get older, they're going to be able to call us. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, okay, 
I'm not scared shitless to call my dad. I mean, they'll be scared to call you, but they won't be scared to call me. No, but but they're, um, they're scared to call me because no, just don't... because they don't want you to be disappointed. But right. I mean, that wasn't even an option for me because I I was like had all of the supervision, but no supervision. So a lot of strict rules, stooped rules, and then they had no idea what I was doing. You know, and I was doing all of the things because fuck them, they didn't give a shit. You know, but had to go to church on Sunday. Had to give one hour to God. Thank God you weren't a boy. Never talked about religion. Received all my sacraments. Had to go to church. John was an altar boy. Oh, sorry, John. Mm-mm. There goes your name. Um, but More we, concerned about the altar boy. Never, <laughs> never <laughs> once did we talk about religion. You could be a piece of shit. Monday through Saturday, but Sunday, got to go to church. Well, it's like the mafia, right? I mean, the mafia, the mafia in the Catholic Church. So if you think the Catholic Church isn't corrupt, let's think about that. The Catholic Church is where? In Rome. Where the mafia start? In Rome. See, we could do like six podcasts right now. You said this would be like 20 minutes. We're going over. See, time flies. All right, yeah. Right? Can we wrap this up? up? I need to take a nap. I need to be a natural. (laughs) No, but, but again, the, the, the bottom line is, I mean, you know how I feel about you. And I just wanted to make sure that everybody else knew that you were real and you weren't just like, like I'm some like middle school boy with my, my dream girl, but really it's just a poster on the wall named Holly. That nope, I look I'm at carrying the flash. I but I think it's important. I mean, again, 17 years. Thank you. It's no easy feat, but mm-hmm. to me, it's been a piece of cake. Yeah. It has been. Even though you say you wanted to stab me, I I didn't know that. Remember that? You don't remember that? I feel like I tried to stab you, but we were so drunk. And it was on the beach. I Like, we were living on the beach. I was living on the beach. It was in my apartment. I really don't remember that. And it, but... there was vodka involved. And remember, I couldn't drink vodka for, like, a few years because you I, were, I remember like, that, you but that was before vodka. we married. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, when, you're, when you first meet, you know, when you fall in love, when you first fell in love. And I was like... Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> but I, hey, you know what? I, I knew from I knew from day one. Well, maybe day two. Not day, not one. day one, because I was like, "Hey, Mike. You're hey, Mike. Shit. Hey, Mike. Whatever." I know you like to tell people that I was annoying, but you loved me. Whatever. I like, but I knew I knew I would tame you. Oh God! I knew I would. There you go. Here I am. Who, whose couch are you sitting on? That's <laughs> my fucking uh-huh. couch. So, but no, honestly, I, you know, I, I hopefully hopefully this. Uh, Sheds a little bit of light in what makes me tick, what makes me get up every night or every morning and go to sleep every night. And 17 years later, right, to the day. And it, it was about this temperature. And it was probably about this, about this time overcast. Was, yeah, no, it was like 5 yeah. um, p.m., I think. And about it was like 57. Yeah, it was a nice day. Yeah, it wasn't so bad 17 years ago. And we were approaching you. It was a, definitely a Jew Magoo we- wedding. Mm-hmm. No, it was perfect. No, it was it was awesome, but I mean, your boy put it together. Yep. And uh, it's perfect. What if that priest is still alive? Jim. Yeah. Jim Birch. Jim Birch, yes, yes, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> anybody's looking it. for a good good uh, priest, oh, and someone to do a complete uh, an hour and twenty five minute. It was like an hour and fourteen minute. Oh my god! Speech of the cosmos and the universe. And, oh my god. Uh, we'll probably listen to it later on tonight like, and make the kids suffer through it. Up already. Let us <laughs> but but a good a good guy nonetheless. And a and a it, it opened my you eyes. Have him on your podcast. Yeah. 
Well, maybe I will. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it was it was good to. I mean, he was ordained a Catholic priest, but hold hold on to your your seats. He was married to a, a to a Go woman figure. and had four children, I believe. Not weird. But he was, I guess, kind of excommunicated from the Catholic Church, yeah. um, probably because he liked women and not young boys. All right, we um, gotta wrap it up now. But why? Like, oh, the truth. The truth hurts, but it's still the truth. Yeah, you're still have a the like, truth. Nut job, Catholic. I don't know if there's a lot of them that listen to this, um, but no, honestly, yes. th- <laughs> yeah. Now maybe after you, um, but thank you for 17 years. I love you with all my heart, and uh, thank you for joining us for the first time and the last of many. People. Nope, I've got a, a 10 episode it's your contract. Lucky day, people. 10 episode contract that she just signed off on. She just doesn't realize it. Uh, but thank you guys. As always, we appreciate the support and, uh, hopefully you got something out of this one and, uh, continue, uh, continue listening. And if this is the most downloaded podcast, we will make sure that she is on the next one. So there's a, there's a little incentive. Thank you guys. Appreciate everything you do and, uh, appreciate the support. God bless. Happy St. Patrick's Day and happy 17th anniversary.